Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. KWTX at 4 starts now. Okay, it's Friday. You made it. Congratulations. I'm Justin Woo! here at Lauren Westbrook <laughs> and meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Hope you've had a really great week and the weekend's upon us, so I guess we'll get the forecast. Any little teases? Yeah, you're going to want to find the umbrella. Okay, okay. <laughs> that gives us a good, good a bit of advice. Hopefully not the entire time. Well, I guess we'll find not out the later. the entire time. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's go ahead and get to our daily four. This is interesting. Uh, so the National Eating Disorder Association, or NIDA, which does a lot of good work, it's pulled the AI chatbot meant to help people with questions about healthy eating habits after the chatbot gave some advice that some say was harmful and could actually encourage the eating disorders. Thanks. So this chatbot named Tessa was put in place to run the Body Positive program. Now, I should say, there was a human-run helpline, but in March, NIDA announced the helpline was being shut down, and the Washington Post says that announcement came just four days after the people who ran that helpline unionized. So it was shut down after they unionized, and so then now we have just Tessa. So that's its own story. But Tessa reportedly recommended people count calories and push for a deficit of up to 1,000 calories per day. Also recommended a place to purchase skin calipers to test body composition. Now the Post says eating disorder experts know focusing heavily on weight loss is not something recommended for those struggling with disorders. Nita said it's investigating. The program will be suspended until further notice. And the CEO of Nita told the Washington Post the chatbot was not intended to replace the helpline. In fact, they say it had been online for a couple of years already so it makes you wonder how long was this advice being given maybe it was, wasn't played up that much how long was it you know so you know that it's good that it was spotted and that they took it down but again this goes to the theme of the year so far 2023 the year of AI and finding out what can go wrong with AI and clearly this could have had really really bad effects hopefully it didn't but it's down for now to figure and, it out and that's such an issue that's not talked about I mean up to a thousand calories a that's, day from that AI no, 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 no. bot or whatever was going on it's really problematic very it's problematic terrible. yeah um, and so and also you know the whole the, you know again there's a human element that human can give you true sympathy and give you advice and true empathy and really be in this with you when they're giving you advice as an expert in a help desk area somewhere as opposed to a piece of machinery so that's that's just basically word to the wise but that's what's going on so they're trying to fix it but anyway and that's number two in our daily four <laughs> Yes, weight loss medications like Ozempic are not just helping people shed pounds. A surprising and positive effect revealed here. CNN is reporting many patients say since they've started taking the drugs, they've lost interest in addictive behaviors like alcohol and nicotine. So I know this is kind of a, 
you know, a, a, a different take on eating habits, but doctors say it may be because these drugs have an effect not just in the gut, but also in the brain, something being studied at the National Institutes of Health. Researchers just published a paper showing semi-glutide, the active ingredient in Ozempic, reduced what they called binge-like alcohol drinking in rodents. Patients also reported an impact on behaviors like nail biting and online shopping. Mm. All the things that you know you get addicted <laughs> to doing. Sure. Clinical trials in humans are needed to prove the findings. That process is underway at the University of North Carolina. I was listening to a story um, in a podcast about this very thing, and a woman who experienced this, she had, of course, Ozempic is the one for diabetes, and then there's Wegovy, which is the same thing, but that is for weight loss, Wegovy, Ozempic for diabetes. But again, they kind of do the same thing, and they're basically the same thing at the root of it. But she said that after taking it, she just looked at the world differently, at things that she wanted previously, like cigarettes, alcohol, she said, you see it through a different lens, she just didn't want it anymore. So I think what you said about the brain, truly that has to have something to do with it because it's kind of changing your wiring. And Chemical the way you do imbalances yeah, and things like that. It's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's good that there are some good things coming out of it. So maybe it'll get proof for more, more things in the future. Yeah, yeah, we'll stay on top of it. Stay on top of it, yeah, <laughs> that's number three in our daily four. All right, you have heard about sending a message in a bottle, but what about sending a message in a bottle that, well, it could end up in space? NASA wants to get in on the Europa Clipper mission by adding your name to an original poem penned by U.S. poet Ada Limon titled In Praise of Mystery, a poem for Europa. The poem will be aboard the spacecraft when it blasts off in October 2024. The spacecraft then travels billions of miles away to Jupiter's moon, that's Europa, where it gets its name, and it will investigate the if the ocean is actually going, it lies beneath the surface if it's below oh. that icy crust layer. And they're gonna see if, if there's an ocean there that maybe it could support life. So pretty big mission there. And any name that you can put your name in for that is received before midnight Eastern Standard Time. So that would be, do the calculation 11 there. For 11 for yeah. us. Yes, on the last day of the year, that's this year, will be stenciled onto a microchip with a poem before the spacecraft takes off. You can sign, read the poem, and hear Limon recite in, in an animated video at go.nasa.gov forward slash message in a bottle. And I actually went to go listen to the poem, and it's oh. a nice little poem. Yeah. It's not too long. And oh, if you're going to be part of it, you kind of want to know what your name's yeah. going to be attached to. It's interesting how, you know, Everyone's being allowed to be a part of, of this history-making, you know, venture and expedition. I think that's fantastic. What message would you send? You know? Oh my gosh, on the spot. That I, is, a, yeah. Ooh. I'm, I'm it's like when think. you have to go to a wedding and you have to like write your best wishes right, for the bride. Exactly. And you're like, oh, I have all so much wishes. advice, but I know well, there's so much there. <laughs> take your date nights, get sleep, <laughs> love each other. Yes. I don't know. Like those are the things that just come to my mind. What about y'all? Drink lots of water. Get yeah. plenty of rest. <laughs> Yes, take time for yourself. Well, you know, there's so much about space exploration and mm -hmm. you can, you know, they're talking about it being tourism and going into space, but maybe if you're not comfortable with or don't have enough money to go to space, <laughs> yeah. this could be your next best step in getting your name out there to yeah. go space exploring. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more opportunities as it becomes more available to, for people that are normal like us and don't have billions of dollars to go to space. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I, I'm kind of like in the camp of, I'm good here. I like yeah. Earth. I like being on Earth. Good here. Send my name to Jupiter. Yeah, send my name to yeah, send my name. <laughs> Europa, my Opa, your Opa, whatever, whatever Opa. That's number four in our daily four. Yes, I am not going to hit you guys, but I used to do this with friends in the car. Did you ever 
like kind of nudge each other, slug punch bug. each other, slug bug. Slug bug. Slug bug. Yep. Slug back. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> feeling groovy. Nostalgic Americans can soon get their hands on the revamp of this 1960s classic VW bus, Volkswagen's ID Buzz. Its retro style design recalls the Volkswagen T1 or transporter, also known as the microbus or VW bus. When we were talking about this earlier, I was like, oh yeah, the, the, the slug bug, but this is the bus. <laughs> the bus. That iconic model was introduced in 1949 and soon became associated with the hippie movement in the U.S. The ID Buzz is an electric van, nearly a foot longer than the two-row model, but it's still relatively small, about 10 inches shorter than a Chrysler Pacifica minivan. The ID Buzz will go on sale in the U.S. next year. I can imagine that some businesses are going to take oh, advantage sure. of yeah. this, you know, like put their branding on it. The prices <laughs> are going to be announced closer to when the van becomes available, so mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. But my, my first thing, my dad had a a VW bug, like, you know, the, the little bug. bug. <laughs> <laughs> and we would always do slug bug in the car. So I, I don't know, do, did you guys have anything on your road trips? My brother and I were pretty close in age and we beat each other to death. <laughs> any way we could, and was, there was an excuse and dad's like, ha, that's funny. Uh, but no, I, so our producer Karina, she says slug worm for the, for the van. The yeah, slug bug go. for the bug and slug, slug worm, worm for the van. But you still get to hit somebody in the arm, so we're not encouraging violence on this. Lightly, show. yeah. about <laughs> you guys on road trips is what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much that's how it's gonna go. Well, there is more to come soon, and a new take on Shakespeare's Julius Caesar comes to Waco. We'll give the details on Shakespeare in the Park when we come back. Shakespeare's Julius Caesar is a story about honor, ambition, and the struggle for power. And the famous line, et tu brute or brute, I don't know, depends on how you say it. It's now a common <laughs> expression to describe treachery from a friend. A story you think you know is now reimagined in a more contemporary setting and here to tell us all about that. The Wild Imaginings Shakespeare in the Park production of Julius Caesar, the founder and artistic director, Trent Sutton. Thank you for being with us, first of all. And can you tell us about Wild Imaginings first off and how this came about in Central Texas? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you all so much for having me. Um, Wild Imaginings started about three years ago, and the hope was to simply bring new types of theater to Waco. So we like to, as we do with Shakespeare, reimagine old stories, and we also like to tell new stories. You know, theater should reflect the community that it's being performed in. So we like to do theater that is specifically for Waco. I also would get some like local cultural references in there and things maybe that you're throwing in, yeah? Uh, yeah, you'll okay. definitely get some things that feel very Waco in. Okay, I like that. All right, Doug, again, you said this is your third year of doing Shakespeare in the Park. Yes. Um, and it's free. Where did the idea come from to do this for you? Where did it yeah, come? so when we started Wild Imagining, Shakespeare in the Park was pretty much one of the first things that I knew I wanted to do. It, it's a cultural institution, yeah, and theater sure. shouldn't always have barriers to entry. Mm -hmm. Shakespeare in the Park is one of those few theatrical experiences where no matter who you are and where you live and how old you are and how much exposure you've had to theater before, you can come in for the first time, enjoy a picnic on the grass, and simply enjoy a new thing. So we wanted it to be something that was just for everyone. Which is what some people came out and did last night. How did it go? One of your performances. Yeah, we opened last night. last night and it was a great crowd. They had a great time. Julius Caesar is traditionally a tragedy, but with this update, there's a lot of comedy inside of it. And so the, you know, laughter was filling the amphitheater last night, which is always a good feeling to open to. And so it's 
through the fourth, we saw the information there on the screen, and you just go, I guess, bring your chairs or your blankets and go. Yeah, it is. Bring your own picnic blanket or lawn chair. Bring a picnic tonight. Chalk Community is going to be there serving some boba and some snacks. So it's going to be a good time tonight, too. What's it like for you to know, I mean, in now three years going, that you're bringing this um, this culture to Central Texas and to Waco in particular? I, so I've lived in Waco for about a decade. I came from the Austin area, and I just always loved the suspension bridge. And so this dream of Shakespeare in the Park in that location has been a long time coming. I've been doing theater in Waco for a long time, but when we started Wild Imaginings, I knew that that was the spot that we had to start in, and it was time to bring something to Waco that so many other cities have been enjoying for so long already. You mentioned the suspension bridge, but did anything else draw you to this area? Because I, I was just talking to our producer earlier about how it's kind of un, untapped, like some opportunities here. Yeah, absolutely. It's right downtown. I mean, it's walkable from so many different parts of Waco. It's right by public transportation, which really adds to that value of anyone being able to come if they want to come. And there's just nothing better than watching a show with the backdrop of the river right behind yeah, you. I mean, beautiful. it's just yeah. scenic. Yeah, so can you give us any hints of what you're working on for the future? Yeah, so we are announcing our season pretty shortly. Okay. Um, we have a full season of performances and we're doing more and more new work. So we'll have world premieres, we're gonna have regional premieres, and we'll have Shakespeare in the Park again next year. And we'll be bringing a little bit of winter into the summer oh. next year. Winter is coming. Yes, yes. Well, you mentioned that there's gonna be a little bit of a something different with this Julius season. So there you, is. Can you kind of describe the plot? Is it the same basic plot? It is the same exact okay. plot. The text is the same. The characters are the same. The difference is that rather than senators in ancient Rome, we have some young women in a local sorority who are vying <laughs> for power instead. <laughs> That's great. That little mean girls thrown in there. Oh, it, just... my cast has described it as Julius Caesar meets mean girls. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, and for you to put so much of your time and effort into it, this has to be, where did the, the love for, for theater come from for you? It is about storytelling. Mm -hmm. I really truly believe that theater is something that can create a community encapsulated in those couple of hours mm -hmm. that people share together that can be both a distraction from the world, but also kind of a looking glass. You watch things on stage and it makes you think about what's happening in the world. It forces you to be empathetic and compassionate and community oriented in a way that other art forms don't fully encapsulate in the way that theater does. And so I truly believe that art has the power to change, which is why I love that I have the opportunity to do theater in Waco. Yeah. What an escape for people who may not realize they need it. Absolutely. <laughs> so we wish you all of the success. This is going to be outside. Do you have plans in case anything goes wrong with the weather? We do. As we all know, living in Texas, you always need a backup plan for outside events. So hopefully we'll be at the park, but if not, we are going to be at the Jubilee Theater in North Waco later this weekend. So awesome. just keep an eye on our announcements and you'll know where to meet us at. For anybody who either goes to one of the performances or just is watching and, and sitting here thinking about the fact that, oh yes, I love theater. I want to be a part of it too. Are there ways to jump in and kind of be a part of what you're doing at Wild Imaginings and, and volunteer their time or anything like that? Absolutely. We're always looking for volunteers and just creative people. Yeah. We have auditions for most of our shows if you're wanting to try out acting and the beauty of theater is that whoever you are, whether you like being on stage or not, there's something for everyone yeah. in the theater. There's so many different ways to help and be involved and be a part of the really fantastic creative community that Wild Imaginings has. Right. We've had that
that QR code up the whole time, so scan that, yes. but give us your brand one more time if they want to get involved. Yeah, so you can find us at Wild Imaginings Waco on all, all right. of our social media or wildimaginingswaco.com. And then you see the performances until June 4th, 7.30 p.m. at the Indian Springs Amphitheater. Uh, thanks again for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, we're back right after this.